Hey there, it's Spencer Hughes. Thanks a lot for being here on Hughes from the Heart, my free podcast coming at you from the woods of Mason County in the south sound of the Evergreen State. I appreciate you being here, and I hope you will want to hang around. Maybe even check out the premium content on Patreon. Make a donation through my Venmo, which is Radio Spencer, and other ways to support the podcast. If you like what you hear in this episode, please consider going to HughesFromTheHeart.com slash support. Maybe even become a sponsor. Leave a four or five-star review. That would be incredible. So many thousands of you listen to the podcast, but only a handful have left reviews. So please, it's easier now than ever. I haven't had a chance to tell you this on the free podcast, but my web host, my webmaster has designed the page so that you can now leave a review right on the page. It is more organic than ever and easier than ever. So go to HughesFromTheHeart.com slash reviews, read what other people are saying about the podcast, and leave a few comments of your own. It would be greatly appreciated. We're going to talk about gratitude and ways to show appreciation for others. This is from Mind Body Green, one of my favorite sites on the web to search for topics for the Positivity Podcast here. For those of you who are new, by the way, welcome. It's been a while since my last episode. I know that may sound silly since some of you, this may be your fifth in a row that you're listening, but chronologically speaking, I am off to a slow start for January, much slower than I would like to admit, but I'm going to try to get inspired to put content up several times a week, if not daily for you here. To check out the podcast for free makes it easier for you to share it with other people, and then we can organically grow what we do here on Hughes from the Heart. But it's a podcast from a guy who spent 25 years or so screaming and yelling on the radio. Political talk radio was my career since my early 20s. And I thought that was my calling in life, but it tore me apart inside. I always wanted to be on the radio. It wasn't just yelling and screaming at people that interested me, obviously, in the beginning. It was communicating with people, and I kind of slipped into that part of radio and talk radio and political talk radio in the early to mid-90s. It was very incendiary. It was very charged. It was very controversial. And even though I was one of the nice guys... I really was. I still did my share of screaming and calling people names and I'm right, you're wrong, my way or the highway. And it ate at my soul. It burned out my heart and I didn't want to do it anymore. And one of the things that I did to try to remedy all the wrongs of the past was to create this podcast to bring more levity and light and love to your life. And I hope that's exactly what it accomplishes. My goal here to talk about mindfulness and minimalism and the law of attraction and Zen and happiness and who we truly are is to make you more comfortable in your own shoes with the people around you and to love and appreciate this great world and great universe that we are fortunate enough to be living in right now. So thank you for being here. Much gratitude to all of you as we talk about practicing gratitude here in this podcast episode again from Mind Body Green. Here are some things you can do to cultivate this gratitude in your own life. Write letters. Now, I'm dating myself a little bit here, but I had a pen pal growing up in my preteen years, and I loved it. I loved getting letters in the mail. I, I, I lament the loss of Christmas cards and things like that, even though they can be a pain in the butt to send out to everybody. I know somebody, I have a coworker that sent out thousands of Christmas cards that were individually signed, each one of them. Individual stamps put on all of them, and it... it It's a ritual that you don't really see so much anymore. Some families still do it. We did it up until a few years ago. The kids got older and kind of did their own things, and and we stopped doing it the last few winters. But writing letters was always kind of a rite of passage growing up, and it was very, very therapeutic. And you'd go to the mailbox back in the day. Believe it or not, some of you who are younger than me, you may not believe this, but we'd go to the mailbox, and most of the mail would be for us. Not junk mail, not even totally all bills and things like that and payments we owed. But actual letters, 
handwritten envelopes from loved ones. Maybe our grandparents were writing us. Maybe a friend was writing us from a trip. Postcards. Remember those? You'd reach into your mailbox and there'd be a postcard from a friend touring through Europe. We don't tend to do that anymore. Now with the advent, of course, of email and texting, it's taken away a lot of sitting down and physically writing a letter. But I remember after birthday parties, I would write thank you letters. Not thank you letters, but thank you cards. Those are becoming more rare as well. I don't know too many kids having birthday parties these days whose parents are writing down what each kid gives them. I remember my parents doing that. They'd write down, okay, Joey gave you the Stretch Armstrong. So then when I would write the thank you cards, I'd say, Joey, thanks a lot for the Stretch Armstrong. Sending a letter of appreciation doesn't have to be confined to specific moments like a thank you card or or a holiday uh, Christmas card. Think about the times you've received an unexpected piece of snail mail, especially today. It's very rare, but you cherish it, right? You go through the mail and you're like, Bill, 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 Bill. Wow, this one's for me. It's from my friend here. Spend a few minutes reflecting on people you feel especially grateful for could be a parent, it could be a child, it could be your best friend, it could be your partner, it could even be the mail carrier delivering your mail. Spend a few more minutes reflecting on the ways in which they've provided you support or made a difference in your life and express those thoughts in a letter. Research shows actually that writing affectionate letters can actually lower cholesterol. That's pretty incredible making the benefits of the practice threefold. On the one hand, you're cultivating your gratitude, right? The attitude of gratitude is so important. You're making someone else feel loved, which is important. And you're supporting your heart health by lowering your cholesterol, writing letters. Who would have thought? Learn someone's love language and respond to it. I like this tip, and I didn't really understand what it meant by love language. I'm like, what does that mean? It doesn't mean what you may think it means. So you're, you know, my mind went there. Maybe your mind went there, too. Learning someone's love language, the language of love. No, I has nothing to do with that. But maybe, well, pandemic or not, maybe you want to give somebody a hug, right? Maybe you're grateful for something they they did for you. They just gave you a gift. Learn someone's love language. Maybe they don't want to be hugged. Maybe that form of touch, especially through this pandemic, it'll be interesting to see how much hugging we do after the pandemic. My guess is we're going to do a whole lot of it because we were restrained from doing it for so long. Some people may be more cautious and guarded. Some people are already cautious and guarded against physical affection. According to research from Gary Chapman, who's a PhD, one of the most common love languages is words of affirmation. People like hearing, thank you, you mean a lot to me, I feel so loved by you, and things like that. Other uh, love language could be quality time, planning a day together with your honey, just saying thanks for all that you do for me and for others. Give someone a bear hug, going back to the hugs. Not everyone is a fan of physical touch, and we have to really be careful during the pandemic to kind of keep our hands to ourselves, right? But if the person is open to it and receptive to it, and when we get through all this mess, a nice bear hug can bring both of you joy. Julian Kolker is an intimacy expert and says the bear hug helps activate the parasympathetic nervous system, making someone feel less stressed out. Marla Mattinson is a relationship and intimacy consultant and says this type of hug is so satiating on a physical human level. Engaging in this type of physical and emotional closeness is a subtle way to express your gratitude without actually saying thank you. Here's an important one, and I work on this all the time. I'm certainly no expert at this, even after all those years on talk radio. Active listening. We need to practice it more. That's the process of creating space for another person to talk and fully engage in what they have to say. Tiana Leeds is an MA and LMFT and says, rather than internally rehearsing what they might say next or drifting into judgment, the listener is completely attentive. Now that's important because you're creating an environment for someone to feel safe enough to speak and trust that they're being heard. You're showing them that you care. 
Here are some other ways to show gratitude. Leave a sticky note on your roommate's bathroom mirror saying one thing you love about them. Leave your waiter or food delivery driver a bigger tip than you normally would. Just because. Maybe the service was a little nicer than usual, a little better than usual, or you can see they're just having a bad day and you want to cheer them up. Be patient with others, even when you're feeling rushed. Offer to run an errand for someone when they seem overwhelmed. Bring someone flowers. In your next meeting, shout out a coworker who made your life easier this week. Invite someone to tag along, even if it's just virtually, to your workout class or a book reading class or other event you think they might like to be introduced to. Smile at someone. It's really important that we not underestimate the power of a smile. You never know if the person on the receiving end of that smile could really, really use that smile. Maybe no one smiled at them all day long. Maybe that's what they needed to get a little further down the road. We all have challenges, and sometimes a smile can do so much. Cook someone a meal or deliver them baked goods. Give someone a compliment, like the smile. You never know how far that can go with someone. Just complimenting and try to be sincere about it. No one's saying to pull an Eddie Haskell and say, wow, Mrs. Cleaver, those are nice pearls you have there. That's a very nice dress, Mrs. Cleaver, and he doesn't mean it. I'm talking about a compliment that is true and genuine. Mail someone a book that reminded you of them. That's pretty cool, too. The attitude of gratitude is so important, both in terms of physical and mental health, and I wanted to focus a little bit on that today through this podcast episode. Thanks to Mind Body Green for the inspiration. I hope you got something out of this podcast, and if you like what you hear, please consider supporting Hughes from the Heart. Various ways to do that. Again, I have a Venmo, Radio Spencer. That's what my Venmo is, Radio Spencer. And you can support the podcast by subscribing to the premium content at HughesFromTheHeart.com slash support. Maybe even consider being one of my sponsors. I hope to hear from you soon. Please leave your review right from my website, HughesFromTheHeart.com. Much love to all of you.